And so I'm impressed that there's still people around, still people here wanting to uh, practice even more. And I found when I practice throughout the day or do more intensive study and practice, the day seems very long. And it reminds me of when I was living at Pujam Gam in Thailand. I was looking after this, I was asked to look after this small branch monastery of Wat Pananachat, and I was there for about two years, over two years, looking after the place and was living kind of as a hermit. Sometimes there was one or two other monks there. Sometimes I was there by myself. And especially during the hot season, Pujam Gam is a very beautiful monastery, very beautiful location. It's on the eastern end of Ubon province in Thailand, overlooking the Mekong River. You can see across to Laos. And it's a very underdeveloped area. It's what they call in Thai Ban Nok, where it's uh, just out in the boonies, out in the sticks, rural Thailand. And I really loved it there. And it was quite austere living there. And one meal a day of very dry food. and But I felt great and I really liked it there. But in the hot season, uh, so normally it was considered a privilege to be sent to Pujamgam. So monks would be rotated out and sent from Wat Pananachat. But if a monk got sent in the hot season, it was considered a punishment to be sent there. And But I didn't mind the desert heat. There's these black rocks everywhere and scrubby trees, and it was very desolate. And I felt it was a very good place for practice. But uh, the reason I was reminded of Pujam Gam is... Uh, so uh, today has been a day of kind of auspiciousness, and a lot of people showed up for the Anapanasati practice session with Long Pa. And uh, a lot of the monks came to practice, which was very nice, very nice to see. And I felt that it was a very nice, very good, helpful, useful day of practice, fruitful. And then uh, I got some news that there was this something happening in the Deva realms that we should do Parita chanting for. And so uh, as uh, people in the West, um, you might not believe in these types of realms, but uh, in the in Thailand, it's just kind of taken for granted that these realms exist and they have rules and positions and promotions, just like we have in the human realm. And so we acknowledge those things as well. And it got me thinking that yeah, a lot of us maybe don't believe in past lives and future lives also, but uh, we could take those things as a working hypothesis. And I think it probably the reason we can't remember our past lives is we can barely remember what happened yesterday. You know, how can we remember a past life? So the, I think the mind has to be at quite an advanced level to be able to see these things and have really strong mindfulness clarity. But then, uh, so I was, um, it seems like when these when these types of things happen, a whole bunch of interesting things happen. So sometimes we have these interesting days, and 
interesting experiences being practitioners, uh, being monastics. And uh, so today I got it kind of have been on a cleaning bent. So I've been uh, usually my way of dealing with paperwork. And I, I have to say, I take over, take after Lumpur Pasano a little bit in this sense is when there's a lot of mail and paperwork and bureaucratic stuff, what I do is I open a file cabinet and I just shove it in. I don't try to organize it at all. I just throw it in and try to forget about it. But I thought, well, the file cabinets are full now, so I have to organize them. So I had all these papers out in the office this morning and before the Anapanasati day started and was trying to organize some of this stuff and the whole office is just full of just papers that I'm trying to sort out. And I thought, well... So then later on, after the Anapanasati day ended, I thought, well, I need more kind of folders. So I had to go into the monk's office and search around for some kind of folders to uh, add to the abbot's office file cabinets. And so I found all these empty folders and I picked up just a stack of empty folders. And then this letter fell out and it was a letter addressed to me. And it was from 11 years ago. And it had never been opened. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's interesting. And it's, uh, I have it here. Um, <clears throat> it's a picture of Vermont on the front. And it's a letter that harkens back to my Pujamgam days. And it was something I had totally forgotten about. And um, so in 2012, probably around this time, around September, there was a group of high school students who had visited Pujamgam on a field international field trip, and I had spoken with them, and uh, we they stayed for a couple nights. And on one of the mornings, we had hiked up to the cliffs to meditate. And Pujamgam is what they call it's where the sun rises first in Thailand. So we watched the sunrise as we we did the morning puja up on the cliffs, and then watched the sunrise and had this really amazing meditation. And this is just a thank you note that they sent me and it never made it to me. And somehow it was sitting in one of these empty file folders that I decided to take to help myself organize my file cabinets <laughs> and it just like fell out. <laughs> so, uh, it's quite, quite interesting. So, uh, there's all these notes from these kids 11 years ago, these high school students. And I, I was thinking, I wonder where they are now. And if any of them would be listening to this talk online or something, but, uh, it's just quite interesting to be reminded of that and that uh, it was during my ninth Vasa that, uh, that they visited. And uh, one of them wrote a note saying he, he's now considering becoming a hermit after being at Pujamgam. And uh, others kind of just wrote that they were really happy to meditate there. And thank you for the beautiful experience. And the uh, teacher, her name was Linda. She said, thank you so much, Ajahn, for your interest, for your interest in and accessibility to the Vermont students who visited last month. Good luck with you and your 10th rainy season transition. <laughs> so now this is my 21st Vasa. So they're wishing me well on my 10th Vasa. So, um, so they must have sent this here and it must have just, somebody must have just thrown it in the file cabinet thinking, oh, we'll give it to him when he comes back. And then... I came back and thing, you know, it's easy to forget these things. So uh, the reason I thought this was a nice reflection was because uh, 
sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for the good things that we do, and we we do a lot of good deeds when we take on precepts and practice, but we a lot of times we don't give ourselves credit and we think maybe we're not doing very well or our practice isn't going very well or our mind isn't peaceful. But we it's good to recollect and think about that we have done a lot of good things in our lives. And sometimes we just forget about them. They just get kind of filed away and we don't realize that it has a lasting effect on people. And uh, this is now 11 years since that note was written but I just read it now, and who knows uh, where these students are now, what kind of families they have, or what kind of experiences they have, or if Jake, who wanted to become a hermit, is now an arhant somewhere in the Himalayas or something. You know, who knows? Uh, who knows what kind of what effect there was? But it's good to remind ourselves of that, or just serving the sangha, just looking after the sangha, making meals for the sangha. Uh, it's like the Buddha said, if you knew as I did the benefits and the results, the karmic results of generosity, you wouldn't let a single opportunity go by to be generous. If you knew as I did the re- the actual results of it, the true results of it. But because there's a time lag, we don't get those results right away. We don't really see it. But the Buddha did see those results and he talked about it quite a bit and gave it a lot of importance that that these uh, these things should be recollected. So when we do receive the results of the goodness we've done in the past, it's not about getting puffed up about good deeds that we've done or bragging about it, but it's more that this is how we develop a sense of well-being and happiness in our lives. It's called punya, or in Thai we call it bun, and this is a foundation for our lives. It's very, very important to be cultivating and it really gives us some ground to stand on and can be incredibly helpful for our practice. And not to sell ourselves short and criticize ourselves too much because that's that's not really the path forward. Uh, the Buddha also, he recommended recollecting the good that we've done in the past. Usually it's kind of easy to recollect the bad we've done and maybe there is genuine unskillful things we've done in the past, but the Buddha... He said, well, if you're going to recollect that, just recollect it in a way that you don't want to act. You're not acting that way anymore already. But recollect the good that you've done. He said, recollect your own virtue. Recollect Buddha Dhamma Sangha. Recollect the generosity you've done. Recollect the devas. So we've done all those things this evening. We've recollected all of those things. So it's been uh, quite a long day of, of practice, and we have had a lot of recollections and a lot of teachings that we can think about today. And so uh, I'm just going to leave it there for this evening, give a very short talk. So I think that's good enough.